everybody! Let's talk about depression. Let's talk about depression. Oh. Y'all, I ran out of lip gloss. But you know I gotta stay with it. Stay with it. Stay with it. Stay with it. <laughs> yes. This smells good too. You know, if you're listening in, I am talking on a cordless microphone that I have borrowed from my niece. She's not missing it. When she came over, she was like, ah, can I have this back? I was like, yeah, anytime. She didn't take it when she left, so. And I don't take it with me when I go to see her. Now I'm just saying, I'm gonna give you your mic back, baby. We gonna have matching mics. Okay, so, so, if you're listening back, Welcome back to season four of the sex talk. Low key, I really feel like I should just talk into this mic the whole time, but I'm not going to. We got a lot to discuss. I really missed y'all. Check out the story for today. I answered some frequently asked questions. If you're not following me on Instagram, run over to Instagram and follow me at the sex talk TV, T H E S E X. T-A-L-K TV on Instagram. And also I'm on Facebook. We're on Facebook at The Sex Talk by Lieutenant Sunny. The Sex Talk Podcast by Lieutenant Sunny. Okay? So let's get into it. Thank you, thank you. <laughs> so I'm going to uh put that put that away. Pa, 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 pa. <laughs> I'm gonna go ahead and put that away and get right into this podcast. How is everybody doing? Excuse me. How's everybody doing? I really missed you guys, like I said, multiple times. And we're back, we're doing it. It's it's season four. Sometimes I can't even believe that I myself have my own podcast. Um, I've watched other people have their own podcast and like, you know, podcasting was a thing growing up. Well, I only got introduced to podcasting a few years ago. Okay, I only got into podcasting a few years ago, and um, as far as consuming podcasts, and I thought it was a thing that you had to be like officiated to do. I never really put much thought into it, but as I got older, I was like, yo, I could just do this thing. And it, for any creatives out there that are under the sound of my voice, <laughs> just hold that, hold that. I just, I'm just here to let you know that you can literally do anything. You could just start. I mean, unless you absolutely have to have a piece of paper to do that thing, like officiate a ceremony or But when it comes to creative arts, if you wanna do graffiti, if you wanna dance, if you wanna act, if you wanna start a theater company, well, there's stuff that comes. But if you wanna get into the theater, just show up. Like, how can I get, how do I get into these plays? I know you got some acting friends. I know you got some dancing friends. I know you got some beatboxing friends. I know you got friends, find them. There's a community for literally everything. And I mean everything. 
I was watching the ID channel the other day. Don't judge me. You can't because you're not God. I was watching the ID channel the other day and there was this story about this woman who, trigger warning, got involved with this guy who was aspiring to be a serial killer and he introduced her to all this shit and she uh when they were interviewing people to tell her story because of course she has passed away since i think she was murdered um and she was doing murdering and the person that she was with uh introduced her to this serial killer community on the dark web so i said all that to say like there's a community for a lot of shit find your community positive communities and i fuck with you as long as you're not harming people, especially not children, vulnerable adults. So anyway, huge shout out. So what's this behind me? Amazing art. Look at this amazing art behind me. Oh yeah, my hair, done by me. Lips, done by me. Um, this amazing art behind me. This beautiful picture was a gift. This beautiful goddess was a gift so shout out to you for giving me this gift you know who you are this i uh there's a live available if you want to check it out don't look at my armpits because i'm a little sweaty uh <laughs> it's natural um right here boom and right here boom i bought these paintings from the art goddess i follow her on this instagram and lieutenant sunny's instagram please get in tune and support poc creatives and i bought this from i think i bought this from marshall the thing is a black artist a female black artist created this shout out i forgot her name but shout out to you for getting your work in marshall that's what's up like i'm proud of you hey 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 welcome 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 to season four of the sex talk i'm about to get into the topic and last but not least guess who made this one just take, just take a while, I guess. Me! It is a sound wave that is gold, gold, brown, black, gold, brown, with a white drippy thing. Um, I made that at um, an event I went to uh, with True Art Speaks. Shout out to True Art Speaks for the amazing work that they're constantly doing in the community. They had, I like, they had these materials set up and stencils set up and you know, I didn't freehand this sound wave. You know what I'm saying? I'm not even gonna say that I'm that type of artist, but if, you know what I'm saying? I'm not gonna stop myself from painting. I, I made that with some acrylics, some acrylic pens. So anyway, <laughs> welcome back to season four of the Sex Talk. Yo, I'm so excited to be here. Let's get into it. So, um, yo, updates are in the story. Check out the story for today and you know tap in with me um like i said if you're on instagram head over to the stories a lot of things have changed and in, in, in this break and shout out to everybody who's been supporting and rocking with me since day one even if you're not since day one if you're since day 365 i still fuck with you uh but thank you thank you thank you thank you to everybody who's still been streaming following sharing the information having conversations with me if you see me somewhere i fuck with it i fuck with it i always want to talk about sex and how it relates to everything. I literally think that sex is the nucleus of almost everything, but I have yet to be proven wrong. Any conversation that I have uh, with uh, consenting adults that can talk about sex in an appropriate way, uh, uh, you know, we start a conversation about one thing and sex comes up in one way or another. That's my theory, I'm sticking to it. Sex influences a lot of things so like i said in that other the other video about the teen incident 
so i want to give a tiny explanation i'm not going to explain myself too much because i'm too grown for that shit the fuck no just kidding. um but it, i want to explain the break right so i took the summer off to reevaluate a lot of things and in regards to this podcast and other creative endeavors right so if you have been paying attention to the latest posts some things have changed one part being one part being that change is good and the and the ability to execute with ease and intention in regards to the podcast and tst okay if you're popping in thank you for joining us in this live to three to five friends that do think it will be interested in talking about sex and depression today um so thank you for your patience and thank you for uh your support i have missed y'all so much okay um next up on the list right uh how to support the sex talk here's how you could support the sex talk and when i say send this live to three to five friends that you think would be interested send it when i say share the profiles share the profile share this podcast if you're listening share this podcast literally walk up to somebody thanks thank you thank you thank you done by me i did my hair but if if you're listening to this podcast and you have a friend that either you you're like i trust this friend and i think i want to start having some open dialogue about sex with my peers let this be the talking point okay that's a way to support share this content talk about it even those are the those are the uh those are the, the victories that i'm proud of too feel free to dm me let me know watch the watch the previous podcast this is a research-based podcast like it's not all about my perspective and personal experience like i literally look things up um and read different books watch different documentaries have different conversations intentionally it's research-based so it's not like i'm like yeah so last night no it's not that type of podcast for the people who thought they were gonna be hearing some nasty shit this ain't that type of podcast it's research-based is experience-based perspective is layered intersectionality so talk about it share it you know put this podcast in the hands of others who you think could take this queer black creator to the next level also feel free to donate i will not turn a dime away also if you feel like you want to you want to share some reparations i take reparations too (laughs) i'm not kidding um i uh our (laughs) if you want to donate to uh the sex talk feel free to do so via cash app or venmo our cash app and venmo is tst tv 143 that is tst tv 143 for both cash app and venmo you can also send me a paypal dm me if you want to uh support in any other type of ways also check the link in our bio we finally have merch and there's more on the way so you know there's a lot of ways to support the podcast like comment interact with our posts donate share the information um dm me like i said in today's story it's just me right now i know in the last uh conversation we talked about uh, I talked about like how I want to reach out and ask for more help and do this and do that. But the thing about it is the the social media stuff I do that. However, even though I don't like directly have a sex talk team, everybody's a part of like not to sound cliche, but genuinely everybody who contributes to this space is a part of the team because it provokes a thought in me and it inspires me to go research, do all these different things, blah blah blah. So 
it's it's a village you know like so if you want to be a part of the sex talk village there we go if you want to be a part of the sex talk village just let me know don't be if i do not bite i know I, I might look like i bite i know my teeth is big and i look like i bite but i don't i'm kind of nice <laughs> okay so before we get into the topic, I want to issue the hugest trigger warning and let you know that um, I'm going to be discussing uh, suicide and suicidal behavior, different medications, and depression in itself is a hard topic to talk about. It's not really the most easiest thing to discuss or accept. So I just want to let you guys know, trigger warning. If you want to stop right here and pause and stop watching, feel free to do that. But, it, you know, I just want to issue a trigger warning. I'm going to be talking about suicide um, and mental health in in a research-based way. So, boom. Let's get into it. Let's get into it. Okay? So, uh, let's define depression. What is depression? Depression is a mental health illness. It's a this, right characterized by a uh, persistently depressed mood and loss of interest in activities causing significant impairment in daily life now mind you mind you if you've been a part of this sex talk for a long time if you've been fucking with me for a while you know that i hate it when a year a word definition uses the word to define it what the fuck is depression my definition of depression is that it's a sickness. I replaced the word disorder because in a previous conversation we talked about, I had asked how people felt like, uh, how, how people felt about the word anxiety disorder, uh, bipolar disorder. And a few people were commenting saying, just take the word disorder out completely. And so for me, in my own experience, I had, I wanted to call a thing a thing because we're gonna get into it. I've, I've experienced depressive episodes and depression and i had to learn that it is a sickness like yo sonny you you're sick right now you're sick you know what i'm saying how would you treat yourself if you were if you were sick like had a cold or some shit like that i would lay the fuck down and drink uh some theraflu have some soup and some nice covers i would be nice to myself type shit so anyway uh i classify depression as a sickness an illness um disorder it kind of has like this negative ring to it. But anyway, let me know what you think about that, right? So uh, possible causes of depression include a combination of biological, psychological, and social sources of distress. Now, if you go back to a few posts earlier, I, I uh, posted a reel slash TikTok. Follow me on TikTok, E-L-L-T-E-E-S-U-N-N-I-E. I'm funny as fuck. Anyway, but I had posted a depression awareness uh real slash tiktok a few days ago and i um just talked about five facts of depression and how it relates to black women and i use uh racist sexist and homophobic uh impact as an example of biological psychological and social and environmental sources of distress what do you think about that are there any circumstances that you're in due to the way that you show up, how you identify, where you come from, uh, class, race, socioeconomical status, your environment, you know, food injustice, food disparities. Are any of those things contributing to your mental health? And if you're experiencing depression, 
think think about it you know what i'm saying don't take on the weight of depression as if it's just your fault or you're there's something wrong with you or this that, and a third there is a lot of layers to why our mental health is a thing sidebar i'm gonna jump back into the notes because y'all know i got them that's what i'm looking down at but sidebar i want to say back in 2015 i joined this uh class that was at Pillsbury Community Center. It's not called that anymore, but it's in South Minneapolis. And um, a part of this program was to one, get your safe serve certificate and two, uh, a few other things. Um, in that cohort, I learned about how to cook different recipes. Uh, but also I learned that food injustice is a real thing. I was hot i was livid i'm like are you fucking serious you know like i was i you know when i learned a lot of shit i just be feeling like i'm late to the party but i'm like chill you're only 29 you got like maybe a good 50 60 years to go there's more time to learn but i had learned that back in the like way back in the day because this like disparity and racism and system shit been going on for a little while. Anyway, in South Minneapolis, I wanna say, oh, please brain, please brain, bring it to the forefront. In the Phillips community, is it the Phillips community? Somebody help me out if you're from the Twin Cities. In the Phillips community, there was this outrage going on with the soil and how there was arsenic in the soil in South Minneapolis and communities of color were purposely put over in that area, not, not only to, you know, contaminate their food if they created their own garden, but also contaminate their lungs and their health, like diabetes, bronchitis, high blood pressure, because the communities of color were put in this area in South Minneapolis where there were large factories and the air was being polluted worse than other areas, which affected environment like <sighs> my breath. Like I'm trying to breathe, but I'm breathing in all this toxic shit because there's a factory right across the street from my house. And then also food is power. So if I got my own garden and I'll make my own tomatoes and, and like I have chickens and I want to lay my own eggs, but their corn feed is fucked up and the soil is fucked up because there's arsenic in it. Y'all know how much a bag of soil costs? I mean, I don't know either, but I know it's a lot. And so, you know, it was this outrage of and even to test the soil is a, it takes a lot of money. And so the city was like dragging their feet about getting people people of colors soil tested for arsenic in the communities of color where they intentionally put them now let's not even get into redlining but i said all that to say you are not the only contributing factor to your mental health circumstances what we experience as people of color and people you know white, white folks do y'all got disparities y'all ain't as oppressed but whatever there's a lot of layers that contribute to our mental health. It's systemic. Racism is systemic. You know what I'm saying? Mental health disparities are systemic. And you destroy the mind, you 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 keep you destroy the body. The body follows. So anyway, 
to jump back to the notes, I said all that to say, please understand that your environment plays a role in your mental health. You know, so be mindful of those things. And yeah, what do you think about that? So boom, back to depression. These things may include, as far as symptoms of depression. Uh, sorry, I got distracted. Uh, symptoms of depression may include Changes in sleep, either meaning more or less. Changes in appetite, more or less. Changes in energy level, you know what I mean. Concentration, the lack of ability to concentrate. I was talking to my godmom a lot this summer because I have been experiencing self-disclosure. I experienced this very, very, very deep episode of depression because a lot has changed and I'm sure I'll disclose more in different episodes. But if you follow me on Facebook, or my other Instagram, I've been open here and there about how, you know, there, there a lot of huge things and a lot of powerful things happen and a lot of great things happen, but also things really change for me and changes in life, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, say you won a million dollars, you won the lottery, say you won the lottery overnight, you might fall into a depression because that is a traumatic event. It's a trauma means, to experience trauma is a massive event, a large change in your life. So, you know what I'm saying? We talk a lot about the negative trauma, but there is there is trauma that comes with good experiences. I would love to have a million dollars. Am I ready to have a million dollars in my pocket right now? No, I would lose my mind. I would like to gradually, you know, transition into being a millionaire. <laughs> Put that out into the universe. What do you think about that? How, how do you want your million? So, uh, uh, the, my, I was talking to my godmom and I was telling her, like, you know, like I was zoning out and I was doing this and doing that, but why she was just helping me be more mindful of when I'm disassociating, you know, like when I don't zone out, I'm disassociating from whatever's taking place right now. And before I actually got diagnosed with depression, um, I realized that, uh, I wasn't able to focus. So what, how about you? Do you zone out a lot? Do you disassociate? Do you? Do you uh, struggle to concentrate? I'm not saying if you have these symptoms. I want to say if you have three or more of these symptoms, you might be dealing with, you just might be having a, a mild, a, a, you know, there's a spectrum of depression, which we're going to get into, but you might be experiencing a light or mild case of depression. Um, also, I meant to say this in the beginning, full disclosure, I am not a therapist or a psychiatrist and I'm not here to diagnose anybody. I'm just here to provoke thought and ask you what you think about that and have a conversation. Okay, okay, all right, we understand that. So, boom, changes in sleep, appetite, energy level, concentration, daily behavior or self-esteem. Depression can also be associated with thoughts of trigger warning, suicide. Depression can be associated associated with thoughts of suicide and we're going to get into that just a little bit more in a little bit so don't you worry your beautiful little heads um so there's different types of depression okay uh major depressive like we said we don't use the word disorder so major depressive illness or sickness um persistent depressive illness bipolar post post um no postpartum depression, premenstrual dysphoric illness or sickness, seasonal affective depression, atypical 
depression. Now, feel free to look into those definitions. I did not uh, write them down, but there are seven types of depress de depression. Those are the seven that I found. If you if you find any more, let me know because I'm I'm more than certain there are other levels of depression. Also, it didn't say chronic depression on here. Um, and chronic depression, from my knowledge, when when a, when when a sickness or a situation is chronic, that means, if I'm not mistaken, correct me if I'm wrong. I don't have the definition right now. I can actually look it up, but I think chronic means um, it will be a, a long-term state of long-term state. So the definition of chronic is of an illness persisting for a long time or consistently reoccurring. Come on, brain, come on. And you know what's funny? Y'all know that I rap and I love music. I was thinking of Dr. Dre, this that chronic, and he talks about like you know chronic like like when like back in the day like back in the day with the mold motherfuckers they was just talking about I got that chronic like that chronic weed. It'll put you in a, a, a state for a long time, <laughs> or uh, chronic as far as a person um, having an illness persisting for a long time or constantly recurring long-lasting difficult to eradicate so chronic depression continual constant continuing ceaseless i love learning new words how about y'all that's what this is about so boo what do you think about that what do you think about chronic depression seasonal depression atypical postpartum depression premenstrual can we talk about it for the people who have periods, can we talk about, people make jokes about periods, people who don't have periods, mainly cishet men, cishet men who talk about periods, it's, you bleed, you go ahead and bleed for seven days and live. You know, our bodies are literally shutting down. Our bodies are literally like purging itself in the form of blood and it hurts sometimes. Have you ever had cramps in your ass? Until you have. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> Those ass cramps are something else, man. Mm. Anyway, medication for depression. So, okay. Um, medication for depression. So, how does this all relate to sex, right? How do you think these things relate to sex? Let me know what you think about that. How do these things relate to sex and all that other shit you talk about, son? Well, when it comes to medication to treat uh, depression, um, typically, sometimes, sometimes medication can treat one thing and affect another. Um, not just sex or your libido or your desire to have sex, but you know what I'm saying? Like sometimes, uh, you know, people take meds for back pains and it will trigger their blood pressure. Or they take blood pressure medicine and it will trigger their, you know, asthma. Or, you know, I made that up. I really don't know if that's true. If that's true, let me know. But, um, you, know, some, you know, sometimes, you know, like sometimes these medications are so strong to stop one thing that they can create um 
persistent use and dependency on them. Or, you know, it could trigger other stuff, you know? So in this case, we're talking about the libido, the interest in sex, the ability to perform or stay erect or get horny, hormones, all these things. So um, medications are created to treat, in regards to depression, these medications are created to uh, treat dopamine, uh, let me say, wait. dopamine, serotonin, and this third word, which I need help pronouncing, which word, which Google was going to help. Norepinephrine. Norepinephrine. So we got. Norepinephrine. We got norepinephrine, dopamine, and serotonin. Those are three of the main uh, chemicals in our brain that depressive medication, well, medication created to treat depression are to increase. You're trying to peak, you're trying to increase norepinephrine, dopamine, and serotonin. And so that along with all these other chemicals that, you know, I'm not in the medical industry, but you know, there's great documentaries on Netflix about the medical industry and the pill, the pharmaceutical industry, please check them out. Um, but all these chemicals you put in your body, which some, you, I mean, sometimes we got to, if you're dealing with chronic or persistent mental illness or, or sickness, sometimes we need help. We need help. <laughs> um, and it could trigger a different different things, right? So sometimes when I could trigger blah, 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 blah. And so I have, I have, I was having a conversation last night uh, about how sometimes depression can make you yearn for sex or touch, but then you can lack energy to engage in sex because it's, it's a lot of work that goes into that. The act of sex or sexuality or sensuality. You gotta get your mind into it. You gotta get your body into it. You know what I'm saying? Like, if, you, if you're if you a real sex talker, you ain't selfish. You're not selfish. You know, you're not a selfish lover. So you wanna reciprocate. You know what I'm saying? But I think it's in the name of sex. I, I want sex sexuality, sensuality, and sex education. I should get that tatted on me. Psych, I'm just playing. But, um... Have that conversation with your sex partner or partners. Have that conversation with yourself if you are into self-soothing. You know what I'm saying? So, um, what is it that I need right now? Do I just need sensual touch? Do I need to climax? Do I need, you know, like uh, masturbation is a sense, a form of self-soothing, um, and it is, it is proven to relieve stress and tension and headaches and all these different things. It supports sleep and all these different things. So, if if your depression is triggering insomnia and you can't sleep. Try self-soothing and maybe it can increase your ability to relax your muscles and go to bed. Or if you're just struggling and you're like, hey, I need some sensual touch. Can you like eye gazing? Can you rub your head on my shoulder? Can you rub my back? Can, can we hug? Can we do some heavy petting? You know what I'm saying? Sometimes you don't actually have to have sex. You know what I'm saying? But there's other ways of running. We talked about sensuality in a lot of different conversations. But if you need penetration, or if, I'm not gonna say need, I, I don't know, I don't know. If you if you have the desire for penetration or a sexual act that you are desiring with your partner, the point the point I'm trying to make is to have that conversation with your partner. If you trust them enough to talk about your mental health, and you guys have very specific 
and respectful boundaries in regards to discussing each other's mental health. Also, I, I do want to say, disclaimer, please be, please be mindful of what you dispose with anybody about your mental health. And we're going to get into that. Not, not everybody needs to know every single thing, partners included, your mama included, your daddy included, your bald-headed granny included, your parents your church folks, your friends, your community, your best friends. Not everybody needs to know everything. We had a conversation about the ecosystem and the village. Okay? So, <laughs> I'm tweaking. I think it's these braids. And the beads. Come on, beads. Uh, anyways. <laughs> you, might have to, you might have a lack of energy to engage in these things. Talk about it. Okay? Um, here's some suggestion on how I, I want to suggest on ways to treat depression. Like I said, I am not a therapist, not a psychologist. I am not licensed to diagnose anybody. And I also want to add, I just want to put these things out here because these are things that I've seen help me, my peers, other people, you know what I'm saying? Traditional and non-traditional approaches. I think that in order to treat your depression, it takes a whole ecosystem. You know what I'm saying? You got to. I want to encourage people to put a whole system in place. Work on putting a whole system in place. Don't have to happen overnight. Just take your time. Figure out what works for you. Yeah. So, um, it could be medication. It could be talk therapy. It could literally be moving your body. Dance. Walk. Run. Stretch. Yoga. Jump up and down. Get out of bed. Jump up and down five times. And lay back down. If, if that's what... Set a timer to jump up and down every 30 minutes or an hour. Move your arms. Move your head. Do something. Wiggle your body. Sometimes, you know, um, I'm going to disclose this. Sometimes I just yell. Sometimes I literally, I yell. I, I literally scream. I literally scream in, in this apartment. Shout out to my neighbors. I just be in here yelling, ah! and then I laugh. It makes me laugh, and then, and then I, you know, I get through the day. Literally, move your body. Tell a trusted person. That's that ecosystem we was talking about. If you have active or passive suicidal ideations, please inform someone you trust or call the suicide prevention line, which is 800-273-8255. Again, that's 800-273-8255. Uh, uh, um, if that's not the national line, please Google suicide prevention and the number. This is the number that popped up for me. I think that's the national line. Uh, again, 800-273-8255. If you know some, also, also, if you know someone who's experiencing these things, do, don't be afraid. Don't, do not freak out. Uh, please, please do not freak out. If a friend comes to you and says, hey friend, hey sis, hey bro, hey sis. Hey, nephew. Hey, nephew. Mom, dad, parent. Titi. Godmom. Godparent. Um, I'm feeling like, you know, I've just been contemplating suicide. I mean, blah, blah, blah. Please don't freak out. I, please. Because it's a fine line. If someone discloses that they're having suicide, suicide, suicide suicidal ideations to you, that is an honor. They are expressing that they trust you. Okay? 
do your best to be careful not to make it about you. As soon as you start freaking out, you make it about yourself. Don't do that shit. Listen. And I'm going to share some questions with you. If. You know what I'm saying? If that was if that was the case. Now, this is how I was trained. This is how I was trained. If someone discloses to you that they're having suicidal thoughts or they're feeling suicidal or they want to harm themselves or die by suicide, ask them if they have a plan or a weapon to execute that plan. Oh, I think I'm going to jump off this bridge. Or, yes, I have the thing that I'm going to be hanging myself with. I want to use a belt. This is this location. Um, I have a gun. You know, da, da, da. I purchased the gun. You know, things like that. Ask them if they have a weapon or a plan. Ask how you can support them. Okay? And let them know that you are, or, and or let them know you are here to listen. Some, uh, disclosure, some of my hardest days were made better by a friend just coming over to my house and sitting in silence with me, literally saying nothing. Some of my hardest days. Just, we just, I just need to be. I just need to be, period. I just need to exist for a sec. I need you to know what's going on, friend. I don't need you to say nothing. You know? Um, and, la uh, yeah. And also, if you need more advice, if you know, if you or someone you know is dealing with severe mental health and whether it's depression or anything else, and you need more advice if they're dealing with suicidal ideations, um, call the suicide prevention hotline. Google, Google it. My friend's experiencing, what should I do? What, they, what questions do I need to be asking? You know, in Minnesota, I don't know if it's, I don't know if COPE is national, but we, we have COPE here. You know, um, you instead of calling 911, you call su the suicide prevention team, they'll dispatch the ambulance. The ambulance will come see that person. They'll ask them questions and then they'll, they'll take them if they need to and the, um, or they won't if they don't need to or whatever they talk about. Um, but do, do your best to be careful, trust your gut, trust your intuition, and please do not freak out or make it about yourself because that is a sign of trust if someone lets you in on their mental health like that. Last but not least, uh, I heavily encourage deepening your spiritual practice, whatever that means to you, whatever you believe in to be your higher power, who, what, when, where, and why. I think that is so important to be still, meditate, pray, and find self-care practices that we can do to center ourselves. There's a difference between being self-centered and centering yourself. And that's a whole nother conversation about boundaries. I wish it would come up. I, I say boundaries so much that I wish it would just pop up over my head with a rainbow. Boundaries. Something I realized about my depressive episodes is I have I lack boundaries in some places. Uh, that I've allowed myself to be mistreated, which contributed to my mental health negatively. And so how can I reevaluate my boundaries so that I don't have to experience it, experience these episodes <laughs> again? Cause you know, a bitch was struggling. So anyway, <laughs> what do you think about that? Um, that's my time. I want to say thank you so much for being here. I love and appreciate y'all. Like I said, support the sex talk. Send this content to three to five friends that you think will be interested in talking about mental health and sex, depression and sex, and how those things relate. 
please use this content to, you know what I'm saying? Start a conversation. That's what the sex talk is about. Talk, talk about it. Talk about it, okay? I hope you all have a really great day. Do something nice for yourself. You know what I'm saying? Do your hair, do what I do your makeup. Get some lip gloss. Have some water. Mm, 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 mm. Okay, bye.